What's up, guys? How are you? How is everyone tonight? Hope you're all doing good. Thank you guys for being here, as always. I can already see some of you in the live chat. For those of you listening to this as a podcast, welcome. Uh, what I like to do here is have a live discussion with my community, uh, the UFO community, and what we do is we discuss different thoughts, theories, their experiences. I like to touch base because I feel like that's what makes this community strong. So what's up, guys? Let's check out the live chat before I kick off the topic we're going to talk about tonight. I see Thomas is already here. Thomas is saying, what's up, Gaucho? <laughs> what's up, man? I see Nick. He says the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns said he saw a UFO. Perfect, Nick. That's literally what we're going to be talking about at one point tonight. George, he said, you ready? I was ready. I know I joined a minute late, but I was ready. I was just trying to make sure everything went smoothly. Uh, Galan Vasquez says, saludos desde Barcelona, España. Hey, Galan. So uh, Galan saying, hey, all the way from Spain. It's awesome to see you here, Galan. Sofa, as always, good to see you, brother. How's the audio, guys? The uh, weekly ritual, I ask you guys how the audio is, and the, you guys let me know in the live chat. Andrew Hall's here. I actually had a talk with Andrew. I think it was this week, right, Andrew? I'm so lost with time recently. I've been trying to catch up. I got the last live uploaded as a podcast um, or onto, I guess, different streaming platforms yesterday, finally. And I'm working on the Barcelona video like we talked about on Friday. So that is on the way, guys. Uh, Paul Jones, what's up, man? Hey, guys, before we kick off the conversation tonight, let's do something. I want you guys to take the link from this uh, live session and share it on, on Twitter. Uh, hit it with the, U, the hashtag UFO Twitter. Um, hashtag. That's what I was trying to say. Use the UFO Twitter hashtag or use any hashtag that you normally use. I would love to get as many people as we can in here. So the discussion is really, uh, the discussions are always good in here, but the more people, the better, right? The more, the merrier. Andrew Hall said last Sabado. Yeah, he's right. Last Saturday. Um, but it was a great conversation. Me and Andrew uh, definitely touched on some awesome topics. He's a cool guy. So make sure to go over to his channel uh, there is actually going to be links to different channels in the description of this video, and Andrew's channel is one of those channels. So also check out his podcast, uh, Dead Hand Radio. Definitely, definitely cool, cool stuff, cool guy. And all these different conversations we're having, different discussions, sharing our different takes on the phenomenon, it's helping, guys. I know some people hate on us. Some people think it's not. Some people don't like if your theory or your idea on the phenomenon doesn't coincide with theirs but i think every idea every concept is worth listening to obviously healthy debates should be had but that's what we're here for so tonight we have a pretty good topic i think you know i was trying to figure out how i would bring this up how we would talk about it and how i would touch on all the right points that i was trying to get across and i don't know if you guys saw but Richard Dolan actually put up a, <clears throat> he put up a, excuse me, let me take a sip of water before we start. I also kicked off like full force 
on this live, I was ready to go. Today, I'm not going to get tongue twisted. I'm going to do my best to be clear, to be uh, take little pauses if I have to. But um, yeah, let me take a sip of water and we'll kick it off. I also have my co-host with me today, as always, Nala, my dog. She's next to me. If you hear any scratching or any noises that don't sound human, it's not aliens. It is my co-host. <laughs> she's been uh, she's been scratching a lot lately. I don't think it's fleas though, so I have to get that checked out. All right, guys, let's see. Let's get into this topic. So, like I was saying, Richard Dolan uploaded a video on his channel. And if there's somebody that I admire, basically the work they've done and how they present themselves and the way they talk about their theories and share their their ideas, their concepts, and their work, Richard Dolan is definitely one of these people. Uh, I don't think I'll ever be at the level of Dolan. I don't think I'll ever get there just because it's not my personality. I feel like he's got such a centered personality. At least that's what, I don't know him personally, but that's what I get from everything I've seen of his. And uh, this latest video that he uploaded is definitely worth checking out. The description for that video is in the, uh, the description, sorry, the link for that video is in the description of this video. So today I'm trying to shout everybody out. I'm trying to talk about the community. I feel like it's important, right? And it's something that I want to um, I wouldn't say pioneer. That's not the word. <laughs> I want to highlight, but it's not even that. It's almost like I want to carry the community on my shoulders as much as I can and help everyone out as much as I can. So his latest upload was great. And if there's one thing it reminded me of, it was that the fight for disclosure, people like to use this word, the fight for disclosure. But for me... This is a war for UFO disclosure. Now, because a fight is something that you have in the schoolyard, right? A fight is something that's maybe a few rounds. This is not a battle. You know, some of the young faces in here, when I say here, I mean the UFO community, think that disclosure started back in 2017. And I'm a fan of looking into the past. Uh, especially now that UFOs are being considered a reality, right? And I say this because this new reality, um, this new reality should have washed the skeptical smudges off the glasses of those that were looking into the UFO topic in the past. The UAP, as I'm sure my kids will call it, right? Unless by then, we have the names and the makes and models straight from the mouths of the occupants or the pilots of these craft, which I doubt, but who knows? UAP. These craft, and you better believe that if there's craft, there are occupants. The occupants are very real. And there are patterns in the data. It's all there. And it's always been there. And for some reason... This battle, this war we've had for disclosure has gone on for so long with this data sitting right in front of us with the patterns laid out. Look, when you live in a world where the man or big brother or whatever you want to call it, 
controls what is okay to believe, to think, dividing us up like chess pieces. So the rich get richer, um, and they get richer helped by the middle class, while the middle class walks with their consumer goods under their arms and their noses in the air by a tent on the sidewalk and flip a coin into, you know, the can of the man asking for a little help or the family or whatever. The middle class is always worried about the poor taking their money when they don't even realize that the rich, now that's, that's the middle class biggest problem because the rich wouldn't be rich without the middle class, without the worker bees. And for some reason, right? For some reason, people see the film, the matrix, and they think if we're living in some controlled virtual world, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, it's much more basic than that. For some reason, even though it's all laid out in front of us, the animals of the concrete jungles of the world have forgotten about the magic that the world really holds. And we're moving more and more into a, a digital age. And there's no escaping that. There is no escaping that. Part of why I didn't worry so much about any conspiracy theories apart from the UFO topic and apart from looking into high strangeness during this whole pandemic was because, I mean, they don't need to control you with the vaccine, guys. They already control you with the Android device in your pocket. Terminator's been real. <laughs> Thing is, he doesn't chase us. We carry him around and we use him. Instead of using him for uh, research or for uh, growing our intelligence, lots of us use him just to get stimulated, right? For a few seconds, be it from TikTok or from whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, the animals of the concrete jungle. And when I say that, I'm talking about me and you. We've forgotten about the magic. How amazing the galaxy, the universe, how amazing everything really is. I know it sounds cheesy to say magic. And I know that magic is just magic until it's science. And as we move into this digital age, right, we're going to start seeing a blur between the lines. When neural links get put into our, our brains and it becomes as common as the new iPhone, then when digital media becomes digital art, these things that people don't understand at this moment, it becomes as physical as the art you have in your house. And these digital products become as physical as what we have now. And it's, it's funny that people don't understand this kind of stuff because it's like social media does create like a digital world. What you're seeing here, me with the hat on and and the light in the background, it doesn't always look like this. I have to prepare this. I have to get this ready. It's not like I can just flip the camera on and it looks like this. And people forget that. And basically, like I said, like it or not, we're heading in a direction of like Ready Player One. Dolan touches on this and he touches about disclosure in this current world, in the state that we're in, which is a world divided. And I've been saying this for months. For some reason, the lockdown, it put us all in our homes, but it also divided us. And it took a lot of people online, which I find interesting. I don't know where they were before. 
and they just chug down conspiracy theories. A lot of people got lost with that because that's not the way anyone should be brought onto a new idea or a new topic. The UFO phenomenon is not a conspiracy theory. There is a conspiracy to cover it up. There's a cover up. But this phenomenon is very real. It's been interacting with us for many, many years. And it's not the same as flat earth. You know, I don't like seeing... It really angers me at this point of my life to see the phenomenon belittled or treated like something that isn't as important as it is. I can understand people not understanding why it's important and why we have to educate them. But when higher powers or algorithms or whatever it may be treats the phenomenon like it's some kind of, you know, tinfoil concept. It takes us back into the Stone Age, where we fought so hard to get out of. When the algorithms, when different groups treat this subject like that, it makes me angry. And it's one of the only things that make me angry, to be honest. I've had people insult me. I've had people treat me different for my beliefs and for my take on the phenomenon. I have people insult me to this day. <laughs> and I'm a pretty nice guy. So sometimes I'm the kind of guy you don't insult to my face, right? I'm the kind of guy you insult in the chat. Like you, you got to poke at me kind of like a bear, but, um, I don't have time for any of that kind of stuff. What I really have time for is this what we're doing now. And I barely have time to do this. And I think this is healthy. This is positive. This is what we need. So yeah, I will continue this because I feel like I'm going to talk forever <laughs> in this, in this light, in this direction. Cause I thought a lot about what I wanted to say tonight, but I want to hear what you guys think about the current state of disclosure and the world and how that affects Disclosure, basically, how it could, how the current state of the world could affect disclosure, right? This divide and this almost, it's craziness, right? All the protests, all the violence that we saw in the last year around the world. And Dolan brings this up and he makes a great point. He makes a great point. Um, he always makes great points. Like I said, he's somebody that I look up to. And you can tell he really takes his time and he really processes his thoughts. And when I hear him share anything, I start thinking around what he's saying and trying to figure out, okay, so he's given me this idea. Now, how do I get a little further with this concept? So let's get back to the live chat. I want to see what you guys are saying. So Sofa... Uh, let's see. Sofa said, plasma bombard that like button. <laughs> Thank you, Sofa. Thank you, man. My dad here. My dad is here. I'm, I said my dad here. My dad is here. Pedro. What's up, dad? <laughs> um, Thomas said, Android never. iPhone here. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the same. You know, it's Elon Musk said it actually. He's like, people have this idea of the 
humanoid sort of android robot, right? Where you're half robot, half human, when really we carry it in our pockets. So uh, High Strangeness says Neuralink, Sword Art Online. <laughs> Definitely, that's what I'm saying, man. Neuralink is going to lead to all the NFTs and the art that we're seeing now coming up, even digital currency. That's why I think that we need to keep our eye on technology. We need to we need to understand that you can't change this. So how do we keep up the fight for disclosure? How do we keep researching in a time where we're moving into a moment? You know, it's not going to be right away, but we're getting to a point where even me talking about UFOs, I'm sure that the algorithm here on YouTube doesn't treat me the same as it would treat somebody that talked about gardening or something else. Even though we have a strong community, this is a topic that should be taken seriously and it will be taken seriously. I believe sooner or later this topic will be taken seriously and the people like you and me, the people here in the live chat, the ones of us that have taken time and dedicated a lot of our life to this topic, to looking into it, we're going to be valuable resources because we are not going to have to catch up like everyone else, but we're not going to be lost like a lot of people, right? Uh, Charlie Parrish, he says, what's up, mate? Gustav, he says, hey, brother, hope everyone's doing well. I am, man, and I'm, I'm doing great because I'm here with you guys. So let's see. Sofa says, UFO plus gardening equals crop circles <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean man like basically i think I, I what i was trying to say here is ufo plus gardening does equal crop circles so i know what you mean uh i made a whole video about crop circles and the saddest part was i spent a whole bunch of time researching crop circles i'm not saying that crop circles aren't you know some crop circles aren't a reality i'm not saying that but there is a whole part of it that seems kind of shady and it looks like there are artists obviously out there that create crop circles. So that's why UFO plus gardening. I was like, I totally get what you mean. High Strangeness says, Musk thinks that the neural link is the only way to not become obsolete due to machine efficiency. And he might be right. I mean, Literally, guys, I'm just saying that there's no avoiding this. We're heading in that direction. Now, how do we keep up? How do we keep the ball in our court? How do we keep moving with all the advances uh, of technology and the advances of uh, society, right? Paul Jones says, the last 20 minutes of Dolan's stream talking about how far has the phenomenon penetrated into society and maybe controlling things. That was interesting, Paul. Paul brings up something that I didn't think about talking about tonight, but I, when he said it, it really stood out to me. Uh, and I thought it was interesting. So we're interacting with this highly intelligent race of beings or whatever the occupants are, whatever these craft are. And if you and I believe that they've been here this whole time, and I've said this before, where I think they have influenced our species, our culture, our, our world, uh, basically. And if you think about the Ten Commandments and you think about just the different laws given to us by religions and by ancient texts that sort of permeated and evolved into what we consider today laws. Um, maybe they did really have much more control and maybe they still are to this very day controlling much more than we think. I don't know. I mean, that's something deeper 
and darker than I think we're ready for at the moment. I think first we need to just try to try to figure out the who and the what and the why, right? And then after we'll figure out uh, the whole backstory and the real reason and what's really been going on. Gustav says, what are they? <laughs> Joss, he says, hey, sorry I'm late. How are you, Gaucho? I'm good, Joss. Thank you for being here, man. Thank you. You told me you'd be here, and you are. Awesome. He said, sadly, in Europe, the phenomenon is still fringe, except maybe in the UK. It's the war, guys. That's what I'm saying. It's not a fight for disclosure. It's a war for disclosure. So let me get back into kind of what I was where I was heading. So disclosure, it's not a fight. I'm getting rid of that. It's a war. It's a war and we've been fighting it for a long time. Or we've been in this battle for a long time. It's a war that stretches back years. And like I said, look, you look into the past and I love to look into the past. Because I feel like with the new information that came out in 2017, this new stance that we're in, I feel like it's valuable to look at old cases. Some people don't like that I do that. Some people think, oh, old stuff. Why are you looking at old stuff? Just look at new things. Well, because there's probably some old cases that with this new stance that we have, we can reevaluate it and take a new stance on it. You know, um, but whatever. Teach their own. So I've seen it, though. The same phrases that we hear today, the same phrases about disclosure used 20 years ago, used years and years ago. People thought, you know, researchers and people that were in this like we are have had moments in the past where they felt like disclosure was going to happen and they felt like they were on the cusp of disclosure and it didn't happen. And I really totally understand, and I have always really understood, the the older researchers and the people that have been looking into this for a long time, much longer than me, because they were they saw all those moments. They lived through those moments where they all their hard work, all their dedication, everything they were doing, it it paid off, right? They thought it was going to pay off. They thought they were going to get the truth finally out there. And it didn't happen. Not the way they imagined it. But it was all a process to get to where we are today. So like I say, when this, the same phrases, right? We heard the same things. The same amazement from the public. Where it's almost little to none. People say, well, why doesn't a UFO land on the White House lawn? And to that, I would say... You know, they flew right over the Capitol. <laughs> Some people would say, we need a mass sighting for the mass awakening, right? A, a big sighting, something amazing. Don't forget the Phoenix Lights. Don't forget the aerial case. Don't forget the, the cases that are already out there. After 2017, what really gave me the strength and the, and the power to do what I'm doing right now and to not stop and to just continue to search when it feels like sometimes, you know, what am I doing? How much change can I make? 
How much of a difference can I make? What can I really find? It's because we're in a different time right now. When I say UFOs are being considered a reality, I'm not joking around, right? I see how strangeness said uh, Rendlesham. I agree, man. That's another one. I'm saying there's a lot of cases that stand out that can hold their ground when analyzed. And when you show it to somebody that's not like me and you, somebody that isn't going to rip it apart because they spent thousands of hours looking into this topic, it's going to be... It's going to change their take on this topic. So we need to keep discussing this topic. But we also need to remember that we have been in this for a while. A lot of people are, are getting ready to cheer victory. And I'm a little worried that we still are going to have to go a few more rounds. Uh, you know, it's it's a process. I said that in the past, but the process isn't done. The process is, is still going. Um, you know, and when we talk about the Phoenix lights, I get back to this idea of the concrete jungle that I was talking about earlier and how we're all just animals in the concrete jungle and how we're waiting for the government or for higher powers to tell us what to believe, tell us what to know or what to tell us what to consider reality. And I always remember after the Phoenix Lights, when they came out to give that press conference, I think it was the governor, right? Governor comes out to give the press conference. I'm forgetting his name at the moment, but you all know his name. He was in different documentaries and stuff like that, sort of saying that he only said what he said that day because he wanted to like keep the people calm. But they brought a guy dressed up as an alien gray out on the stage to make people laugh. You know, the animals of the concrete jungle jumping through the zookeeper's flame, the flame, uh, the flamed hoop, right? How long are we going to do that for? And I'm just saying that to you guys, because the general public, the masses still have a lot of catching up to do. So the government and these higher powers could help. They could help. It could be a big change. It could make a big difference if we get them to actually keep going in the direction they're going. You know, if you didn't, guys, I'm just going to remind you again, make sure to check out Dolan's latest upload. It's definitely going to make you think. And that's what we all should be doing, is uh, thinking. And we are unconventional thinkers. We're rebels. We're going against the grain. You know, we're not just stepping outside of any simple box when we have these discussions. We're stepping outside of what some deem to be reality. We're stepping out of that kind of a box. And I don't know. What is reality? Why don't you ask Travis Walton what reality is? There's something more and there is something missing. And that's all I'm trying to remind everybody of as much as I can. You know. So let's let's check out the live chat again. Let's see what you guys are saying. I see Sofa is talking to High Strangeness and looks like you guys are having an interesting conversation. But I gotta keep up. <laughs> no no says Gaucho, how do you know when you have the truth? And he's asking me a question. That's the thing. No no. <laughs> truth is gonna be a hard one for us to to get. 
First of all, because the people that some see the community were waiting for Congress to get briefed on this and for the government to take it more seriously. And some people think they're going to just start, you know, declassifying information and, and telling the people that UFOs are real. And it could happen. That might be the direction we're heading in. And either way, I think Congress getting briefed and, and the position that we're currently in and where it seems we're heading when it comes to that aspect of this topic, uh, it's a good, it's a good point. It's a good area, basically. But the truth is, is tricky because we have been lied to. There has been a cover up and it's more obvious now than ever that there's been a cover up. Lots of people say, well, I don't think the government knows much. They've been looking into this topic for years. <laughs> I think the most frustrating thing for me in the past was thinking that the government was covering this up, that people were getting abducted and the government was just letting that happen, that people were getting considered crazy. People were probably losing friends, family, getting kicked out of their houses for believing in this topic, losing their jobs, losing their reputation. Uh, and at the end of the day, look where we are, 2021, and it looks like they were looking into the topic the whole time. That all those people that may have seen something, they actually might have seen something. <laughs> that all those people that spent hours talking about how the government was covering it up, that, like I said, lost a lot. They lost it because people treated them like they were crazy. But at the end of the day, they weren't. Not all of them. You know, not everyone that goes down the rabbit hole is crazy. Some people have this misconception that thinking outside of the box and having these kinds of talks means that you might be a little out there. But not having these kinds of talks, in my opinion, at this age, you know, I'm 30 years old now, and I'm thinking to myself, if you can't have these kinds of talks and walk away from it and think about it on your own and live a normal life, knowing that this phenomenon is real, then there's something very wrong with you. You know, you have to be able to have these kinds of conversations, not just about the UFO phenomenon, but you have to be able to think outside the box when it comes to all of reality, society, everything. Uh, let me jump back in the live chat. Thank you guys again, man, for being here and, and having discussions. I love when I see you guys just breaking off in your own talks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm trying to keep up. So I see Grace talking to Sofa. That's awesome. Charlie Parrish says, I personally think the phenomenon is too big for the government, whichever government that may be. You have a good point, Charlie. Now, I think that... Together, the governments of the world all have been looking into this topic. And today, bringing back up what Dolan said in his last upload, he said, like, what if the phenomenon is actually sort of like the puppet master behind all this? Which I think, I thought that was like out there, but who knows how out there this could get. You know, if we're going to talk about it realistically, and we're going to think of the aspects, the patterns that we've seen, that seems out there, but they're patterns, you start to imagine like anything is really possible. And if they've recovered crashed vehicles, which I think they probably have, 
some people argue that, oh, why would they crash? Uh, why would such intelligent beings crash? I think we give the occupants a little bit too much credit sometimes. You know, they don't cover their tracks very well. They have been hiding for many years, but um, we've obviously been seeing them for many, many years. <laughs> they uh, abduct people and run the same sort of procedures all the time, which I think is hilarious, if you think about it. I think they have a level of intelligence that maybe we don't comprehend, and maybe there's levels of us that they can't, that they're not matching, right? Maybe it's our emotions, maybe it's something about our physical attributes, who knows? But I think we give them too much credit when it comes to this idea of intelligence. Yes, they have amazing vehicles and amazing craft, but... We really don't know where it's all stemming from at the end of the day. Uh, High Strangeness says, Many folks can't handle real serious research into the phenomenon because it shakes their worldview and questions their religion and relationship with reality and their place in the universe. I agree. But the thing is, if we can guide them in a safe way to look into the phenomenon, because it's not all scary. You know, it's kind of cool to think that we're not alone floating on a rock. You know, we're not the most important creature in the universe like many people think. I think people just get too caught up in their egos. You know, we see this flaw in humans. We've talked about it lots of times. And it is definitely something that poisons our society and really fuels most of the negative stuff that we see. Is people stuck in their own little worlds in their own little heads in their own little egos there's so much more out there you know I, I really don't think we are as amazing as we think we are even on this planet i look at wild animals and i think they're amazing and i don't you know humans are amazing we created a lot of stuff but we also destroyed the planet we're also destroying the planet um i don't know you know, it's a, it's a tricky thing to think about, but I think we do need to try our best to sort of help guide people in a safe, healthy way to look into the phenomenon because it can be. I mean, for me, I've had my moments where I felt a bit like, you know, my back's against the wall. What is this all about? What is reality now? What matters? I've had those moments, but I've always been able to pull myself out of them. And I've had some pretty wild experiences, not with UFOs. You know, I've seen anomalous lights, and uh, but I've had some strange, high strangeness happen to me throughout my life. And it's for me, right? It's I don't need to prove it to anybody. I don't need it to be proven. It's just for me. It's part of my experience. And I think that's what the phenomenon does. It takes you on an experience. Just like some people, when they find religion or they travel the world, they step outside their comfort zones and they put down those barricades and those barriers that have been put on us by life. You know, there's so many people out there. Um, let, me, let me say it like this. You guys should be proud of yourselves for thinking outside of the box. You guys should be proud of yourselves. You should never hang your head low. You should never let anyone talk down to you because... There are so many people that just think about going to the supermarket, getting back home and watching a baseball game and going to sleep. 
and getting up to go to work again. And that's all they think about until they retire. They just follow the same constructs that they've been given. They're following the same patterns they've seen. But if you have a little talk outside of outside of what they think is normal, they panic. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to think. They react with emotion. Let me know what you guys think. Do you understand what I'm saying when I say that? That you guys should pat yourselves on the back. The whole UFO community and any community that really applies this sort of thinking. Because there are a lot of people that don't. They just think about things that don't really matter at the end of the day. You know, this matters because it could change reality. It could rewrite the past. It could change uh, the future. It's, it's super important and you guys are all looking into it. You're all fighting and digging through files and looking at cases. You should be proud of that. <laughs> Rob's in LA said, mmm, f- food-like products. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with being normal and having a normal life, but the people that change the world, the people that make history are the people that think outside the box. They're the unconventional thinkers, like it or not, whatever anyone says. All those people that have changed everything they're the rebels everyone else just kind of goes with the flow and that's not what we're supposed to do that's not what life is about you know so the general public is going to need to catch up on this on this topic and the governments of the world seem they seem to be openly uh they now openly treating this topic as as important because we all know they've been looking into it for years. So openly taking this subject serious. Remember that. That's the key word right there. So don't sit around wasting time. Afraid to notice what is really going on. And what reality is. Like, I am totally for waking up the masses. And I am supporting uh, the Big Phone Home Project that was created by uh, Unidentified Celebrity Review. You can find the link to his channel. Like I said, I'm supporting all my creators and the whole community down in the description of this video. If you guys have a channel, share it in the live chat. And for those of you listening uh, to the podcast or to this as a podcast, better said, make sure to come to the channel, The Undead Gaucho. You can meet the community. You can join in this discussion that I'm having with them. And you can share your thoughts, theories, and experiences. And you can also see my description of this video and find a bunch of cool channels to check out. Um, so I am supporting that. Because I do think the government can still make a difference. Even though I feel like there's a little shaky relationship there. Because I do know they lied to us for many years. But the general public still needs that. They still need that confirmation. So let's give it to them. Let's do our best to get it to them. And like I said before, there's no place for ego. You know, and I'm not the the czar of right <laughs> floating on my cloud of correction or my cloud of intelligence and every word I say is correct. No, I'm going to go down the wrong rabbit holes. I'm going to say the wrong stuff sometimes. That's what this is about. It's part of the journey. It's the bumps along the road. Um, let's check out the live chat real quick. EM Negan says, I've been researching the Westall 66 case. Very interesting. EM, that's a very good case. Keep researching it. 
And I'm sure if you're looking at Westall, you looked at the aerial case. Uh, very similar aspects in both cases. And it's not the only cases where um, UFOs seem to be appearing to school children. Something else that I've spent some time looking into and I thought was fascinating. I think it has more to do with maybe school children are less believable, right? It's people believe them less and also less uh, of a threat to the occupants. Andy Oates says, normal is just a measure of the prevailing constant. Everyone's normal. That's a good point, Andy. Everyone is normal. When I say normal, I'm saying, if there's one thing I try to do with this, right? Even with when I look into this topic. And part of what made me look into this topic is that I think the world isn't that normal. I think all those things that they've taught us to be, all the ways they've taught us to live, a lot of those ways are wrong. And none of us are normal. Everyone has a little bit of stardust inside of them, you know? Look at the earth we live on. Look at this crazy planet. Look at the crazy story. Look at the reality. Think about it. Dinosaurs used to be on this planet. Nothing is really that normal. <laughs> but... um. Nono says, the problem with the UFO community is that we are mostly alone. We are too embarrassed to share with friends or family. In that sense, we are not a community either. We are only confident online. Look, guys, if you ever meet me personally, I want you guys to be as confident as you are here with me personally. I am live right now. So this is like how I act in real life. And if you've seen me on any of the, you know, podcasts or any other channels, I act like this. I promise to say what's up to you guys and you're not alone. You know, the one thing this has reminded me of this, this whole doing lives and, and having these discussions with you guys is that we are not alone. We just need to bring everyone together. And, you know, bringing up the, uh, the big phone home. I think this idea of highlighting, you know, the community sort of highlighting certain aspects of disclosure to help push it, forefront it, get us to where we need to go is something we should try to work on too. So today, really what I wanted to talk about for a little bit was, first of all, UFO fame. When I put UFO fame in the title, I hate this, I hate people that say like, Oh, they're just making it up because they want attention or they want to, they want to feel famous or whatever, or they want to get famous. When you talk about UFOs, you're not that kind of famous. <laughs> when you are an experiencer, you're the guy that got abducted by UFOs. You're not Brad Pitt. Like I know there are some people throughout UFO history that have made money off of this topic and continue to make money off this topic. And I don't think there's anything wrong with writing a book or creating some, you know, content or doing whatever you like. I'm literally have a channel about UFOs and I draw art about UFOs and I, everything I do because it inspires me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but there is no like, uh, rock star 
today, in today's day and age, there is no rock star UFO face. You know, there is no, we have George Sugalos, <laughs> who has literally been memed to death. But I'm saying there is no real, like, UFO rock star. And when we talk about being alone, you know, like Nono said, the problem with the UFO community is that we are mostly alone. What we need, we need faces out in the public. We need people that go to, you know, that are out there. That we need like a, this is going to sound really cheesy. We need a UFO Brad Pitt. (laughs) I'm just saying like we need that rock star. We need it. Elon Musk is the rock star for tech and i'm glad and elon musk exists i know that sometimes i don't agree with what he says but the guy makes flamethrowers the guy makes cars that drives themselves he did things because he's a rock star and now anytime i think of a smart guy i don't imagine you know when i think of tech when i was younger maybe i would have thought of a guy you know the iconic like nerdy glasses kind of guy But Elon Musk is completely different than that. He's even so different that he says things that are wild (laughs) that I don't agree with. But (laughs) I like how Nono said UFO Brad Pitt. But what I'm trying to say, that's probably a bad example. Any, Any of your favorite actors. All of you have favorite actors. But I'm saying we need like a... We need somebody that represents us but that is a badass. We need that. But like in the general public... Sorry, I think I just slapped the mic. In the general public, we need that. Some people might disagree with me. It's fine. Disagree with me. But at the end of the day, you know, when you see J. Allen Hynek come up in Close Encounters, it's like, of course, J. Allen Hynek is in there. Because J. Allen Hynek at the time was a badass. You know, they put him in there because he was a badass. We need those kinds of people. And we need to let everyone else know out there, too, that people that maybe don't even go online to talk about this. They're afraid to have any sort of discussion about the UFO phenomenon. There's nothing weird about it. You're not weird. This topic is very real. Literally. Like, we're at a point today in time, in reality, where this topic is very real. It's being taken very serious. It has been taken very serious for many, many years. Hi, Strange and said TTSA because <laughs> I said the rock star. Yeah, I guess TTSA. Maybe that's what they wanted to do with Tom DeLong. Maybe that's what they were trying to do. Tom DeLong, really, to me, he is the rock star face kind of UFO guy. But we need more of those kinds of people. You know? So people that say that experiencers are making up stories to get fame from the ufo topic i don't buy it i know that there are people out there that just make stuff up it's not that many people right so i don't want to hear it there's some people definitely lying but there are people out there that are telling these stories and the fame that comes with it at this point in time even with ttsa even with where we are because there is no ufo brad pitt (laughs) It's still, you know, people still feel strange to talk about it. Look, we had somebody, thank you, no, no, for saying that, because that's exactly what I was saying. Look, like, you feel that way when you shouldn't. You should not feel that way. You know? 
Um, High Strangeness said, the weirdest connection I have recently made is the Smithsonian, the Masons, and the, and the London Royal Society, a.k.a. the Invisible College. I think I missed a big part of that comment. <laughs> Pro Illusionist said, I vote for SOFA. You shall be the UFO president. <laughs> SOFA gets my vote to be Elon Musk. <laughs> Definitely. All of us, man. I'm saying we can't be hiding in the shadows and being afraid of the phenomenon does enough hiding in the shadows. And I don't want to hear this stuff about I'm I'm going to repeat it again. There's not much fame coming out and talking about UFOs, right? It's not the kind of fame people think. You can make some money, but you can't make that much money, right? Just think about it realistically. So I hate when I hear people say that. So that was what I want to talk about, that UFO fame part. But then you have UFO celebrities. And when I say that, somebody automatically jumped in the live chat when we started. Um, Oh, by the way, Pro, thank you for hitting me up with the super chat, man. And yes, Sofa gets my vote as well to be our alien Musk. (laughs) Definitely. Sofa drops knowledge in the top chat. I mean, in the live chat for sure. So... Now I'm distracted. (laughs) Every time I get a super chat, I'm going to get distracted. But the point is, is that there are celebrities out there that believe in this topic that we can use to help normalize the subject. Like, for one, Post Malone is definitely a cool guy, in my opinion. He's kind of wild. He's kind of out there, right? But he's into high strangeness, and he's had a close encounter. He's seen a UFO. He's also seen a ghost. You know what I mean? He's... He's open to the paranormal topic. What we need to try to do is get those kinds of people on more shows, on more, you know, talking about the subject. We need to include them in the UFO community. It's like it happens to all of us. It happens to some of us too here. I'm sure you guys have experienced this. Sometimes the own your the own uh sometimes our own UFO community will turn its back on us. Like because we look different or because we have a different approach. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Pro, thank you again, man. He says, Gaucho gets my vote to replace Tom DeLong. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. Those are some big shoes to fill. I would like to meet Tom DeLong. I'll bring him on the live and we'll, we'll talk. He is the, the UFO rock star. But people always, you know, There's different places for different people, right? You've got the researchers. We've got the intelligent people out there. We've got, you know, Tom DeLonge, the rock star. But we need more faces out in the public, you know. We need people to remember that everyone's having close encounters and it's totally normal. Like, lots of people are seeing UFOs. Lots of people have seen UFOs. And if they haven't personally seen one, they know somebody who has. So, Post Malone, I think, is... Definitely somebody you guys should look into. Uh, And then Miley Cyrus had that close encounter recently. She brought it up. It's another person. And John Lennon. John Lennon has a really cool video online. You guys can find it. There's a clip of him talking about his close encounter. And I found a clip of his girlfriend at the time who shared a drawing of the craft that he had done that night when he saw it. He quickly 
drew the craft that he saw. But the famous clip is John Lennon talking about it. How he saw this, you know, he thought it was a billboard, then he realized there was no billboards where they were. And the clip that I found was his girlfriend, which is not Yoko Ono. <laughs> so it was another girl. And she's corroborating his story. She saw the same craft. She walked out because he called her out and they saw the craft together. And there you have a famous, famous person that it's his, it's a historic claim, right? It's everyone. A lot of people know about the, uh, the John Lennon UFO close encounter case. If you guys don't make sure to check it out. Definitely. And then Muhammad Ali, look, I think it was Johnny Carson. But Muhammad Ali, being a man of color, during he was young during this interview, but being a man of color during that time period in America, going on live television and talking about the UFO topic, and he talk, he's talking about researching it, you know, and that he had, a, he had seen some strange lights in the sky. That video is interesting. Make sure to look that up, guys. I think it's on Johnny Carson. I think that's who it was. But Muhammad Ali was a true believer. And when I heard him talk about it, and I saw how serious he was, and how the whole audience was kind of laughing at it and giggling at it, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't smirking. He wasn't giggling. And at the end of the interview, the end of the clip that I saw, not the end of the interview, it probably continued, but the end of the clip that's online, I think... He ends it sort of by, because Johnny Carson or whoever the host was, is trying to make fun of him, kind of. You know, he's making fun of the topic. Imagine this was years ago. Um, he, he basically, Muhammad Ali being one of the smartest, fastest thinkers, or not the smartest, but the fastest. He was quick with his hands and with his mouth and with his responses. You know, and he was always clear and he was always, he would have had a great podcast. Imagine a Muhammad Ali live podcast when he was young. Definitely. But those are the kinds of faces we need to highlight too. We can't, I understand not a lot, not a lot of people like celebrities. They don't, they don't seem to vibe with celebrities. Uh, I love some people hated that Jeremy Corbell used Mickey Rourke. In one of his films, I forgot which one it was, but he used Mickey Rourke to do the voiceover work in one of his films. I thought it was great. It's Mickey Rourke. Like, who do you guys want to do the voiceover? I don't know, Morgan Freeman, somebody like that. But um, the point was, I know tonight we, we went kind of long. Uh, the camera's running low, guys. So I'm going to have to end it here. But it was a great discussion. I want to thank you guys for being here and oh remember check out the dolan video it's in the description of this video and as well i put a bunch of different links for different channels like engaging the phenomenon like uh, project unity like alien girl you, they're all down there in the description so check it out there's also some other channels that you guys might find interesting um before i log off let me show you guys this. My mom came back from the States and she brought this. <laughs> Can you guys see that? But this is one of the first graphics I did in the Redbubble shop. It came out pretty cool. 
and I, I'm glad that I have one because like the quality is great. You can find a link to that down as well in the description if you guys want to, you know, get some some cool clothes to wear while you fight for disclosure while we continue in this war for disclosure. And uh, yeah, let me know who you guys think is the next UFO Brad Pitt or the next face that we need in the UFO community. And you know what? Share this video with any celebrity you think should be paying attention to the phenomenon. Thank you guys for uh, listening. Those of you listening to this as a podcast. And you guys rock. It really does mean the world that you guys are here with me um, every week. I promise the Barrio Loche video is on the way. And some more content. And I will see you guys next week, guys. Thank you, guys.